Welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I'm your host, Dave West, codename Phantom Troublemaker. And I'm your co-host, Noel Wood, codename Crapshoot. And I'm your Cobra intern who's ready to watch it all burn down in like six months. Codename Legion Cub. <laughs> so we both have uh, a couple of us have different lighting situations. Noel, your halo is gone. Uh, presumably because you're wearing a bunch of Cobra gear. Yes. Uh, and I spent all day yesterday putting up new lighting down here uh, to the point where I'm sore f- from just doing this for like six hours. Uh, but that's all going away now because we're here to talk about G.I. Joe and we've got so much to talk about. Uh, follow us on Audible inter- uh, at Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram and on X at G.I. Joe Audible. And also, wherever you listen to your podcasts, make sure you're following us there. Leave us a review. This is a thing I I mentioned twice in the past, like, four years. Um, Leave us a review because that's important. Uh, But follow us. Give us a follow, whether it's on Spotify or, or iTunes, which, by the way, another thing that I didn't realize until last week, I guess we weren't on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever it is. We're Android people. I mean, we are, but we need we need to be there yes. for everyone. Yes. Wherever there's podcasts, Audible Interlude is there. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know exactly what happened. I thought Anchor just automatically spewed us into the Apple stream. Uh, and apparently that's not how it works. But we should be there now. Uh, if anybody listens on Apple, let us know if that's all working out all right. Uh, and again, follow us. And also check out audiblearmy.com. That is where you can get all kinds of exclusive stuff. Last week was ridiculous. All four Super 7 Ultimates reviews, uh, Wave 3, went up early there. Uh, I did a review of the Lunchbox. Um Lot, lots of extras. You get exclusive access to video versions of uh, we're, we're Wotaj has got it. We're battle android trooper <laughs> yes. people. Uh, Tony Hoover, glad you can finally watch live. We're glad as well. Uh, Tony Hoover, welcome. Uh, so, audiblearmy.com is the place to be. You get exclusive video versions of our audio episodes, uh, all kinds of extras, and you get early access to Audible Interlude merch, including, I'm opening these up for the first time here. Look, look I, these things are so annoying. Bubble wrap is so much more fun than those air pocket things that are probably full of, like, foreign diseases. Uh, <laughs> all right. So here we go. They're here. The new Audible Interlude hats, fresh from the printer. Let's take a look at that. Oh, I should I should zoom in on me, just as a general rule. But look at that. That awesome. Man, these look really good. Uh, that awesome dynamic logo by our pal Slickalicious. Everybody check out Shop Slickalicious on Instagram. Uh this is the new high quality, better than the old one. I've got the old one right here. 
Look at that. The logo's a little bigger. It stands out more. It's more exciting. Uh, so, oops, I put the wrong one away. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. The new Audible Interlude hat. These will be available Thursday at noon on audiblearmy.com. Only two paid uh, Audible Army recruits. And then they will go up for sale to the, if there are any left, uh, they'll go up for sale to the general public on Friday. So check out audiblearmy.com. Sign up now. Yeah, the Craig Dukas. Uh, those hats turned out amazing. Yes, they did. They look so good. This this company that I've got for these hats, I wish they could make everything. I wish they could make tactical shovels because let me just tell you, this tactical shovel, they're going to happen, but they're a nightmare. And for our listeners that are catching the audio version of this, the red, white, and blue colors are way more saturated. Not that the other one wasn't colorful, but when you held them up side by side, yeah, the new hats, I mean, that color just pops. Although, it's to be fair, the old hat has been, like, out in the sun a lot. Been, I, don't, oh, I don't remember okay. what it looked like when I first <laughs> got it. Uh, but the new hats are beautiful. Uh, they will be available again on February... February 8th at noon uh, at audiblearmy.com. Uh, all right. What else have we got here? So, yeah, that's all All the benefits. Whoa, that's not the image that's... you want. There we go. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Uh, all, all the benefits of uh, being a member of audiblearmy.com right here. And in addition to that i like to do some giveaways now the last giveaways are going to go out this also go out this thursday what happened is the some of the stuff that i ordered got sent via ups and then transferred to the post office and then sat there for a week uh but everything is here now so thursday uh our original five winners of the tactical shovel shirt all of your stuff is going to go out and we have a new giveaway uh so this is, you have to be a member of audiblearmy.com, a paid recruit at 5 p.m. on February the 12th. As long as you are a paid member at that point, you will be entered into a drawing to win most of my defective doc. <laughs> so this is, uh, this Big Bad Toy Store sent me a replacement uh, this is the Super 7 Ultimates dock. He has some, I'm not going to get too deep into it right now. If you watch my review from today, you'll see he's got some red uh, on his wrist over here. Uh, he's got some stress marks in his armpits. And one of the heads has a little bit of paint gone from the back. Otherwise, the figure is great and for free for a giveaway, not too shabby. I will also point out that I took out the Sunbow rifle because I'm going to keep all of those that I can. Uh, so you get most of a Super 7 dock, and all you got to do is be a member of audiblearmy.com uh, at 5 p.m. on February the 12th. So there you go. I'll be just mailing that right out to you. What else have we got going on? You guys, this is we've we've gone through so much already. Yeah. We're here on, yeah. on the, <laughs> We're here on the Needless Things YouTube channel where you can find reviews for things like that ultimate doc. 
Uh, oh, that's another thing that was on audiblearmy.com. I, I did my follow-up review for my replacement doc. Uh, so you can check that out on there. Uh, I also reviewed, look at this fellow, the Wolf Trooper slash Skeletron uh, from Skeletron. This is a gorgeous O-ring action figure designed by the fine folks at Grindstone Toys and produ uh, provided to us as part of the RoboSkull Mark II funding program. Oh, and you know what? I think I saved a picture that I might have forgotten to put on here. Hang on. Let me look at my slideshow really quick. But the review of that guy is up now. Where is it? Nope. Oh, I'm going to be so mad at myself if I forgot to put that picture in here. Yeah, I think I did. Uh, well, anyway, the Skeletron figures will be available i believe it's tomorrow at 6 p.m let me verify that i did a little repost uh so that includes the four inch modern articulation wolf trooper the four inch modern articulation gyre wolf and the 3.75 inch wolf trooper slash skeletron uh will all be available from skeletron.com Oh, come on, Skeletron. You didn't post your own thing. There it is. Uh, Tuesday, 6 p.m. Eastern time uh, tomorrow. All of those will be in stock, and I will be ordering at least two more of that O-ring figure because it is incredible. Now, did either one of you guys get in on that one? No, I chose the the Sky Striker at the time. Okay. The, well, I wasn't sure if you'd gone back and ordered any of the the figures that accompanied the Robo Skull. Oh no, I thought. Oh, wow. Yeah, they had the back. I'm glitching out here because I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> that makes sense. Because, but I was thinking like, oh, in order to buy them, you would have had to have backed it. But yeah, they had the backer kit open for a while. I think it was like Call Sign Longbow, an Operation Recall, where you could go in and just order. But I could be wrong. But regardless, tomorrow at 6 p.m., uh, all those figures will be available. And the six-inch figures are on the way, not like on the way to us, but on the way to them, to then be on the way to us, uh, and the Robo Skull Mark II as well. We have shirts available. Go to Audible Interlude Podcast. Check out our pinned stories. Our next live stream is going to be February 12th, 19th. February the 19th. I had to adjust that date. So we weren't originally doing a live stream today. But then we decided, well, we better keep an eye out on G.I. Joe Day, February the 1st, and see what happens. And plenty happened, which is why we're doing a live stream here right now. So we've shuffled our schedule up a little bit. Uh, well, who week. knows? We They might drop another, like, bucket of news at us over the weekend, and we might have to, like, shift and do another live stream and postpone that again. Who knows? <laughs> we it would I would be so sad if we just had to do live streams every week. <laughs> And not do any more segments episodes, but at the same time, it would be awesome because that would just be indication of a golden age of G.I. Joe. Uh, so, yeah, February 19th is, is the next one we're planning to do, but who knows what's going to happen between now and then. Uh, you can also check out our review. Here we go. 
Building the tension. Of Duke number two. Uh, the exclusive video version is at audiblearmy.com, and you can check out the audio version wherever you get your podcasts. And finally, before we get into the news, which we've got a ton of it, the Dude013, I'm now part of the Audible Army. Yo, the Dude! Uh, awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, Yorktown Joe, I'm tempted to reorder Skeletron and see which package gets to me first. Uh-oh. Yeah, I, I know some of them have been held up, uh, but that's okay. Well, are they They're doing all the thing like it. Hasbro Pulse does now? Because um, I noticed the default for Hasbro Pulse shipping is FedEx delivers to your local USPS. Oh, I hate and that. then it's up to them to get it to your house. That just sounds like a disaster. So Yeah, that's that's been I, more common, and I hate it. Ugh. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, the, I I recently listed my preferred shipping services and put DHL at the very bottom of the list, but I do have to adjust that because anybody delivering to U- USPS to then deliver to me is the bottom of the list. <laughs> is DHL like at the top of anybody's list? Even if no, I don't think so. <laughs> no. So it's got to it's got to be a money thing. So wh- whoever is making the money from using DHL, it's at the top of their mm-hmm. list. Well, one time they were the only ones that would deliver on Sundays, but I mean everybody else, including the U.S. Postal Service, will actually do Sunday deliveries now. Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. I'm trying trying to keep up with the chat. Things are hopping off tonight. Well, I do want to say to the couple of folks, uh, especially. Oh, where did it go? Where did it go? I know it's uh, moving Tony too Hoover. Fast. Thank you guys uh, for the kind remarks on our Duke Two review, and be on the lookout for our Cobra Commander Number Two review. Yeah, when Cobra that Commander finally two. comes out. When when is that coming out, Christian? Can you do a little uh, tippy yeah. tappy typing? Sergeant thirty five seventy two, proud member of the Audible Army. Thank you so much for your service. All right, moving along. Oh, look, it's actual new. Oh, no, wait, we've got one more item. Check this out, guys. Audible Interlude will be recording a live episode at Toylanta on the 23rd of March at 1230 p.m. Uh, This is, I think it's fair to say this is the Southeast's premier toy convention. Yeah. It it is at least Georgia's. You know, Georgia's premier. Well, when we say the Southeast, we mean Georgia and those other states. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, I, I say that as somebody born in North Carolina. Uh, so, twelve thirty p.m. March twenty third, we will be live at Toylanta doing a one of our episodes that we do so well. Lots of audience interaction, lots of prizes, lots of fun. It is going to be awesome if you can join us there. That is great. If you can't, the audio version will be available later on. Uh, but of course, you'll get it first and ad free at audiblearmy.com. But we love Toylanta. It's a massive show run by awesome people. Uh, we have a great time every time we're there. And I'm just excited because I actually get weekends off now and I can do stuff like this all the time. So, little update. Yes. Uh, Cobra Commander number two should be hitting comic shops on February 21st. 
Okay, cool. So we got a couple weeks break before we uh, yeah. try to figure out when we're going to schedule another comic review bonus episode. Uh, Will R, I'm a Pulse Premium member also, and I don't know what I clicked, but DHL is bringing my mole rats. Ooh, you must have made somebody <laughs> at Hasbro mad. All right. Uh, so on GI, or actually before, it was on January 31st, Big Bad Toy Store put up some pre-orders that I don't think they were supposed to put up. Oops. If nope. you were if you were eagle-eyed and staying on top of things, then you caught uh, four Super Seven GI Joe O rings uh, that went up for pre-order. It was Cobra Commander, a Sunbow version, and there were no pictures of these. These were just the listings. Uh, Snake Eyes, a comic version. Bat, a I believe it actually said blue comic version. Yeah, it does say comic. Mm-hmm. And then Cover Girl, uh, blonde. So these four were up $19.99 each, which is, as far as I'm concerned, great. And on Big Bat at that price, which right. normally inflates it by about 10%. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I ordered all four. Noel ordered, ordered more than all four. I, I ordered all four <laughs> and uh, four four bats total. So, <laughs> so we were we were very excited. Uh, and then apparently somebody told Big Bad they were not supposed to put those up, uh, and they got taken down. Although my orders are still in. Like oh really? Yeah, the orders yeah. did not get canceled. Oh yeah, wow! My orders still in too, and so. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't see any reason why they would cancel it. They just need to. Because for those of us that were working and couldn't get to the site until those links were already gone if i have to suffer then i think all of you should suffer i was working <laughs> that's the I, was working. Way. I was that's, working on getting this new gi joes <laughs> uh yeah yorktown joe i ordered those o-rings sight unseen absolutely yeah. i mean how how would you not just well, jump and, on that because there was you know, no photo attached <laughs> <laughs> we don't I know what they're going to look thought. like. I mean, <laughs> and we um, got and we got news out of that too because we had heard we were getting a Duke and the Raymar, but the Bat and Cover Girl Cover were Girl. news to us all. Right, right. Actually, it was the Bat and Cover and Cover Commander. I think Cover Girl was one of the ones they already announced. Um, but the Cover Commander was new to us. So I mean, that's that's exciting. So we at least now. Was, Presumably, no six of the O-ring characters yeah. coming out, and the uh, the estimated <clears throat> ship date for them was October, so that lines up with what we had seen before. But goes against what I had I had predicted they might show up sooner, just because I thought if they're already in Target system, they might hit earlier. Which, granted, well, they might hit Target earlier because a lot of times, like right now, for instance, you know the new Fright features, real Ghostbusters are hitting Walmart's. Mm-hmm. Well, Big Bad has them up for pre-order. They come in in April. So, eh, maybe July. And and look, this is pure speculation. I, this is not any kind of real information whatsoever. I'm just talking I mean, about just, possibilities. Just based on the last few years uh, with Big Bad, I look at what Big Bad says the date will be. And I subtract three months. Well, right, from right. It. If I pre-ordered it, because you guys will always get it before me as I wait for them. <laughs> well, and it's always, you know, 
you you want to have your best case scenario and your realistic expectation. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Other news, other exciting Super 7 news. Christian, I think you might have to tell us about this next little bit here. Should we change the Chiron at the bottom? <laughs> oh, yeah, we should. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Here we are. It's hard to keep track of everything. <laughs> okay. What are we looking at here, guys? So, Super, this is Wave 7 of the G.I. Joe reaction line. Again, their numbering just completely throws me off (laughs) uh, because of how many characters are in that uh, in the reaction line for G.I. Joe. But anyway, uh, so we have the Snow Serpent. We have uh, oh gosh, I can't think of his name at the moment. Red Jackal. No, that's Jack- oh no 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 no. I was thinking that the Tiger Force guy. It's uh, yeah, right. Well, he was Saber- originally Wreckage. In oh, really? The original. Yeah, yeah. That name, probably. And and the Red Jackal. This made me so excited because when they did the um the Ultimates of the Baroness and. And Destro, I was thinking, you know, convention exclusives, I get it. This is reaction. Yeah. So the potential for these to creep into the O-ring line at some point just has me so incredibly giddy. Um, But I also highly, highly recommend if you're not familiar with Red Jackal. Oh, my gosh. Go on his wiki page because, you know, G.I. Joe over in the UK started out as Action Force. They were releasing the figures. And then at a certain point, the cartoon came over and they had to figure out how do we make these characters match what we're seeing on TV. And that story. <laughs> that canon is bat s crazy <laughs> and i love it there there's more twists more traitors um red jackal starts out as a good guy becomes a bad guy that's a nano before i mean obviously this was in the 80s but that's a a bionic biological mask uh, oh, so they it, tried to explain why his face moved when he talked. Yes, yes. So he had, you know, uh, supervision and everything. And then when they had to make him Destro, they gave him surgery again to turn his head back into a normal human head and put a mask on him. <laughs> I need to go read uh, this. And uh, and, uh, and Christian, his... Christian, I think Wotaj has a pretty good suggestion for you that you could adopt going forward. He suggests guano crazy. <laughs> guano crazy. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I I I squeed when I saw that they were doing a red jackal and well, in a vac metal red yeah. jackal. 
like beautiful, which I mean, they, granted, they did Cobra Commander before, but we haven't seen it since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, now, what is Destro with back metal? What is the background <laughs> of uh, Wreckage slash Sabretooth? He was released in one of the Tiger Force sets. He was just a replay, repaint a Firefly, but as a Joe. Like one of the Toys R Us sets? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We talked about we've that, looked didn't at we? him. Yeah. Okay. So where did Sabretooth come from then? Or well, did somebody you know, just make that up. You would think that uh, the, the, it was a trademark issue, but you would think Marvel <laughs> would have that one locked down, <laughs> right? <laughs> You'd think Wreckage would be easier to get. Yeah, because I mean, I'm pretty sure there have been Transformers named Wreckage in recent years. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh well, whatever. They the, all three of these look great, and this is a Sunbow Snow Serpent, right? I think so. I think oh, so, but I, I love mean, that all white look. All white. Yes. That's yeah, how I've, they money on this wave to do the back metal ah <laughs> uh, okay so apparently the saber tooth was the original name that when they were going to release that figure in 88 um oh yeah so okay so we yeah, still yeah. don't know for sure what the carded name of this figure will be true because it hasn't I, I haven't seen the inside of Toy Collector, which, by the way, this was broken on Geek Dad Life. Uh, Toy Collector gave him the exclusive to share this cover. But I don't know if anybody's seen the interior of the magazine yet. So I don't know if we have actually had these named. But regardless, they look awesome. I'm excited and I can't wait to see what the rest of the wave is. Because, the, I mean, even the Snow Serpent, just the, the all-white Sunbow look is kind of a wacky choice. But these two are outstanding. Uh, we also supposedly, well, according to Entertainment Earth, there are going to be new Hasbro pre-orders on, uh, is it Leap Day? We've, yeah. It's, it, it's been so long since we had one. All I know is our, our good friend Oz turns 15. Is it 15? Aww. Okay, I was trying, to, I was trying yes. to do the math. He turns 15 on this. He's going to be old day. enough to drive in four years. <laughs> <laughs> into the grave <laughs> oh, uh, I do so, so yes yeah, so we, we need to buy him his first drink on his 21st birthday that's right well he's a, he's a sailor so he's been drinking for about 40 years now uh, so yeah February 29th we'll be checking in and seeing what goes up for pre-order maybe there'll be a live stream who knows should be exciting. Until then, we have call sign Longbow to keep us company. Uh, we've got a look here at the MTF Retro Op. Let's see. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. Sorry, I've got my notes that were separate from the picture. Uh, so we have Ghost Sample Notes and Paint Masters. This month, they returned their first round of notes on the Ghost Sample that we first saw at the end of November. Uh, which brings it closer to production. Uh, they sent the paint masters for the other figures to our partners at Spartan Toys. These will be used to create samples for the rest of the line. Uh, and then this is MTF Retro Ops. Our last two figures, the MTF Retro Op and Adapt Trooper, are working their way through the final sculpting phase. For these two figures, we opted to work with the same team that does all the sculpting on Marauder Task Force figures. It was important for us that this Marauder O-Ring be a true gunrunner figure through and through. We'll continue to share more about these two figures in the months ahead. Please enjoy these in-progress sculpt images of the MTF Retro Ops 
figure uh, looks great, looks crisp. Uh, after getting the Skeletron in hand uh, that was also produced by Grindstone Toys, I, I cannot wait to get these call sign longbow figures. I'm very, very excited. We've still got a little while to go, but things are looking good. We also have an update. It's funny how these updates always seem to come right around the same time. Uh, we've also got a Skeletron update. As I mentioned, all three of the figures you're looking at right now, uh, the 4-inch Wolf Trooper, the 4-inch Gyre Wolf, and the 3.75-inch Wolf Trooper slash Skeletron will be available Tuesday, February 6th at 6 p.m. Eastern Time at Skeletron.com. And we also get a little look at the packaging art for the six inch Skeletron figure. Christian, what do you think of that? That's it's gorgeous. It looks like an Iron Maiden album cover. It right? totally does. And it rules for that. <laughs> Cause when your eyes first look like the actual Skeletron vehicle, you don't notice the wings on the side. So it totally, yeah, absolutely looks like some kind of hair band heavy metal 80s album but i love it uh so this package art is by alex horley um we also get a look sculpted by dave proctor keen-eyed backers may notice that we've re-sculpted skeletron's ferocious laser sword which will now include two different energy blades for both at the ready and sword swinging effects Skeletron will also come with an all-new sculpt for his ray gun, which now also includes a blast effect. Yes, a blast effect for four-inch. Oh, so this is the four-inch uh, oh. Skeletron. Uh, lastly, we have added, added an energy disc that feeds additional power to this robotic tyrant. Our six-inch Skeletron will also include all of this and perhaps a bit more. Ooh, that is skeletron right so uh, all of this independent toy company stuff is looking incredible i can't wait to get it all in hand and then after that i can't wait to see what else they're gonna do next up noel what is going on here oh we got some deke action the ladies <laughs> the ladies of deke um, yeah, this was the first, I think the, the little first bit of news we got on, um, GI Joe day on the first, uh, this kind of just popped up in my feed and I saw, I was like, well, those are some interesting colors. And I was like, those are, th are those the deep colors? And then I started poking the pictures and, um, yeah, that, uh, that Baroness with the operation Dragonfire uh, props is, is fantastic. Um, Yeah. I'm really, really liking these. All, all three of these, in my opinion. And and look, I didn't know. I just knew. I didn't immediately recognize them as Deke. I just thought the colors looked amazing. I'm happy to be getting another Lady J that's going to be fully painted to match the rest of the line, even if her colors don't. It looks great. This this is a more toyetic figure than the other one, regardless of the source material. Uh, the Scarlet looks great. The Baroness. Look, you don't. Sometimes you think I don't really want Deke, but then you see the Deke and you're like, you know what? Just put it in my hand. I need it. <laughs> so true. Uh, Especially if that Deke 
comes with Cobra Commander in his serpent form. Yes. Yes. Which, that uh, is worth the price alone. That is wild that that's happening. <laughs> Uh, well, it's wild that Deke, that Operation Dragonfire, that like th this is just amazing. Um, and and I wasn't able to find specific data from Super Seven, uh, but when these showed up on all the news sites, there was a comment saying that in one of the interviews, Brian Flynn said that in the Ultimates line, Baroness has been like their top one or two seller. So that doesn't surprise me. I think Baroness is figure wise. She's probably one of the top sellers in general. I would think for any line. It didn't necessarily surprise me, but it, it m made sense as to, Oh yeah. If you're going to do dragon fire operation, dragon fire, throw her in yes okay real quick uh mandalorian jedi omg you're not kidding these look great uh wreck ship 85 what's up with that giant deer skull i've never watched a second of deke in my life uh so you you've got to when you're dealing with deke you got to start at the beginning uh with operation Dragonfire, which is the really, high point of the deke universe. it is it's a bridge between uh sunbow and Deke because it still feels like Sunbow. Uh, now I will admit, you you watch the five episode. It's it's another five episode, or it's and we we will review it at some point. Um, you may not get much further than that. <laughs> I'll, I'm not going to lie, but Operation Dragonfire. I mean, I I I certainly think that's worth watching. Do you guys agree? Yeah, it's the best of the bunch. Yeah. They they put money and they put effort into it, and you still had Thought a bigger of chunk of the original voice actors that did that miniseries for them, and then skedaddled. Yeah, because well, like that's Lada and Berghart and Lofting are all still there for it. Um, I think it's the only time they really all are. Well, mm -hmm. here here's here's how I can kind of fit operation Dragonfire in is years ago before i even knew there was a deke cartoon uh that's right mandalorian jedi <clears throat> always start at the beginning of the deke um before i even knew there was another gi joe card because i didn't have any memory of this and in by the time it started i wasn't paying a ton of attention to gi joe i was i don't know i just wasn't aware of it until what 10 years ago maybe something like that and i got just Operation Dragonfire. It might have been a, uh, excuse me, an import. I was about to say the B word. It might have been an import, but whatever. <laughs> I got just that miniseries, and I just thought it was a Sunbow thing I had missed somehow, or I, 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 I didn't know. I feel like I, the first time I ever watched it was at your apartment, like 20 years ago. Oh my I gosh, think, was it that long ago? I think it was, because it was, I remember the whole scoop uh subplot being right, the, right. was the most memorable thing from it. but i remember like watching that at your place okay so it it has been longer than that and, and believe me once once you're creeping up on 50 time <laughs> does a real number on you uh but yeah so 20 years ago whatever 
like i didn't did you know what it was at the time no i just remember like oh there's more gi joe that i right, didn't remember right. as a kid that's all it was was oh cool more gi joe so we're you know we, we we watched it and it it is not so jarring as to be oh this is some other thing which the rest of deke is is absolutely um that deke will knock you out of your seat but uh operation dragonfire is pretty fun all right moving along well there's uh so we've got lady j with uh you know as many accessories as i feel like she needs i'm not super worried one thing that that is worth noting about super seven is they are cutting costs in places where i'm 100 percent okay with them cutting costs uh the newest wave of joe ultimates you can actually take a look at it here I, I, you can see it in my review but i'll go ahead and uh, if you can see the box, it's not metallic anymore. It's not embossed anymore. It's all just flat. It still looks incredible. If we had never seen the other boxes, this would still be mind-blowing graphically. Uh, and But by the time that next wave comes out, they're not going to be producing the slipcover anymore either, which is a little disappointing, but also... I ordered a Godzilla figure from, uh, oh man, it did that again. <laughs> I ordered a Godzilla figure from Best Buy and it came without the slipcover. So I think oh. there, I think there are retail versions already that don't have those slipcovers. Yeah. So Cause I'm, the ultimates in Walmart don't. And then I right. saw the, uh, Power Rangers ultimates are now being offered in Walmart and they did not have the slipcover. So, and the, and, the Godzilla slipcovers are as awful as huh. the box for uh, Eternia. Like, my cat could live in the slipcover for the oh, Godzilla. Oh, yeah. Well, that I couldn't believe how big that box was when it got here. Yeah. Uh, so there's Lady J looking great. Scarlet. I, I love these colors on Scarlet. That bright yellow, the purple uh contrasting with the hair just looks great i don't know what this little accessory is with her though the i'm sure red, it's episode specific the little red thing yeah yeah and that's a new rifle she's got i think that was a new rifle that lady j had as well um let's see Jeff Butler, Deke Cartoons came on for me at 6.30 a.m. back then, so watching them bleary-eyed as a 12-year-old was as good as it was going to get compared to when I can watch Wide Awake at 44 years old now. <laughs> yeah, Deke is best uh, taken in when you're a little bit asleep or, or under the influence of something. Uh, yeah, it, does, it looks like, that's what I thought it was a candy bar. Rexship 85 mm -hmm. says it looks like a candy bar or cassette tape. I don't know. We'll we'll find out at some point. Like, now it probably I need says a... it in the pre-order listing. I now I need a sound wave that dispenses oh my candy cassettes, <laughs> right? Like chocolate ravage. That'd be awesome. Uh, and then there is once again Baroness uh, with her massive, crazy uh, Malachi Black skull. <laughs> she is she is now part of the House of Black. <laughs> if right, only well. she also came with an iguana serpentor. Mm. Well, you know you know they're gonna do it they're good like, yeah somebody yeah somebody's gonna come with that thing probably maybe they'll do cobra commander maybe they'll do the the armored cobra commander for this oh uh, wave. man can you well that okay would make sense 
I was going to say, be him or Nagahide. I was going to say, can you imagine if Super Seven got Battle Armor Cobra Commander out first? But that would—that's absolutely not going to happen. They may announce it first, but uh, you know, keep in <laughs> mind when they announce it because these, unless they decide to do it as a reaction figure, then they might get it out. Well, first. yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Because <laughs> those seem to just pop out like when you, nobody's expecting them. And these are supposedly winner of 2024. I will believe it when I see it. Uh, and if you order from Super 7, you get the G.I. Joe Super Pack with a bunch of repainted accessories. It's super neat, but I super don't need it. Next up, Christian, what do we think about these? All right. So these are the McFarlane Page Punchers. We finally have real honest authentic photos um they are three inch three and a half inch figures five points of articulation six um, six points six oh waist waist neck shoulders uh, hips okay i didn't realize the waist um why does snake I have look not... so beefy mcfarlane <laughs> <laughs> uh you know, it's two figures and a comic, and they two are... comics. Oh, is it two comics? Two comics. That's that is what. So, oh, are... look at that! Look, this drives me crazy. Three inch scale. Three inches is not a scale. <laughs> uh, made of plastic. Thank you. Based on the GI Joe comic series, six points of articulation that includes GI Joe a Real American Hero two fifty three, and GI Joe a Real American Hero number ten. And the the response I've seen online has been really good. Now, on Hasbro Pulse, these are available for pre-order at $16.99. But yes. I feel like the the ones that I see on the shelves at the stores, I thought were like maybe twelve. Yeah, that well, price it, seemed a little high to me. Well, the ones yeah. that the stores only have one figure when I've gone into Walmart and seen the page punchers. Oh, true enough. Oh, yeah. you're right, aren't you? It is just one figure. Yep. And they may only come with one comic. I haven't really paid that much attention to them. Yeah, I haven't either. Uh, this is not, look, these to me, and this is what I felt about these page punchers from the beginning. This is a thing that somebody's like, oh, I think G.I. Joe is kind of neat. And they buy it and they just have it to have it. They don't really <laughs> care that much about it. Or they get it for their kid. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Or, this is this is the impulse buy. It's, right. It's cheap enough that if your kid is crying because he wants a figure and he doesn't have enough money saved up, boom. Uh, and then the other pack being offered uh, comes with the crimsoniest crimson guard you've ever <laughs> seen. And uh, Cobra Commander. I... I do really like the Cobra Commander. Um, the Crimson Guard is a little bit of a Crimson letdown. Yeah. I mean, I don't. It, I I don't need to have these. I'm not going to pre-order them. But if I walked into Walmart and I saw that thing on on the shelf, I would probably impulse buy it just to have that little three-inch Cobra Commander figure. Packaging looks neat. Uh, it comes with a base to stand the figures on, and this one comes with. Uh, the G.I. Joe Real American Hero 2012 Annual and G.I. Joe Real American Hero 267. Interesting to note, uh, I'm not 
positive they're correct about the Real American Hero number 10 because the rest of these are all IDW comics. Yeah, I was curious about that because that's... Well, IDW did republish the Marvel run, didn't they? They did. So they may have the rights to be able to do that. I don't know. Well, I'm sure they've got the rights to all the the Joe comics. I think those move along with whoever the current rights holder is. Uh, But that G.I. Joe Real American Hero number 10 just seems out of place amongst the other three comics here. Well, it's... Oh, yeah. yeah. 10 was before Duke uh, was introduced. And I'm trying to remember what was in 10 if Snake it, Eyes had a I just it. pulled it up. It's Snake Eyes and Scarlet in Springfield. But it's is it Snake Eyes' uh, 85 look or it's 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 his uh, 82 look? It's his 82 look. I yeah. think. They've never cared that much about matching these kinds of things <laughs> up. We, we know, well, we know Some, Hasbro doesn't, especially not for their Walmart exclusives. Sometimes the package art doesn't even match the figure inside. Matter of fact, oftentimes... If if you remember the early two thousands, that's not always important to them. <laughs> All right, it's time to but get it on. If it gets kids into the comics, then I can't wait for them to be like, "Oh, look, a Cobra Commander comic." That's right. Here it is, Craig Dukas uh, making the point. Obviously, gateway gifts, and they are. Mm-hmm. It's to introduce people to GI Joe. Here we go, fellas. Doc, uh, this is classified render reveals. We got a few of them on February the 1st on G.I. Joe Day. And Doc kicked everything off. And I would just, I was so amused because the term snowflake gets thrown around a lot in our society. And nothing is snowflakier than being offended by a figure being related to an actual national event. I'm just baffled by people being angry about a black character being introduced during black history month. I, I don't, I don't get it. If you, if that, if you, if you have time to worry about that, you need to fill your life with something more. <laughs> All right. Anyway, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, let me step down off of my little soapbox here. Uh, doc looks great. Um, I'm, I will say, I'm not against the vest, which I believe is the same one that's on the action soldier. Uh, but I do hope it comes off and that underneath we've got, you know, the nice yeah red. Well, wait, can they use the red cross? I don't think they can. Can they? I don't believe so. That but some, some kind of nice tampos on the chest to keep it from just being a beige shirt. Yeah, the, I mean the vest it it looks good. It makes perfect sense and I do have a feeling just based off of two of the extra accessories we see on him that probably all of the first aid stuff will hopefully be able to be stored in it. Well, like, yeah, here's it's, here's where bulky. there was some not debate, but something that needed to be clarified. It said comes with 11 accessories. And a lot of people thought medical bag with 11 accessories, but it's not, it's 11 total accessories. Mm. So there are two things that we don't know yet. And there are three things that are not pictured here. Well, I yeah, guess that it, five total things not pictured here. Yeah. Cause it says alternative uh, gloved hands in the listing, 
right they're not shown here at all and we know they're not they're not they're probably not uh, in the medical bag that'd be weird well maybe they're not his <laughs> well, hands. <they're> his gloves <laughs> <laughs> they're not his hands <laughs> the oh war gentlemen and war is not nice <laughs> um so oh i uh, like that will r says uh crucifix under the vest that would actually be really cool i don't think jeff Hasbro would do it but it would be cool Jeff Butler, the orange pill canisters on the side of his helmet are a great detail. Yes. I agree with you. Uh, I thought that they were little shot glasses <laughs> and it was just missing the straw. So he's, like, going... he's like a St. Bernard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, somebody mentioned uh, it would be great if they did Lifeline with a St. Bernard with like the big barrel. Oh, yes. I would love that. Uh, so, yeah, his helmet looks great. The pill bottles are awesome. I did not realize that's a taser that he comes with. Is it uh, say, Does it say taser? Because I I know there was some debate about that. I, um, I mean, it lo- now that it has been said, it looks like a taser. Because some people were also speculating it could have, it could be um, like a, a needleless uh, shot oh, injector. Yeah, I don't think but, they would make it look like that, though. No, I think and that, I wouldn't think so either. We all we all know what that looks like, and I think Hasbro would make it look like that. Yeah, and then the flare gun. Um, I know Christian had mentioned, you know, it doesn't come with a mortar, but the flare gun is essentially serving the purpose of the mortar. Where yeah, you know, yeah, he's, he, it's not a weapon; it's just something he's using to alert his presence. Well, I mean, the, the mortar, even the original mortar, was like a flare. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. actually a mortar. Um, so this this does this makes a lot more sense. It's more compact. Looks like everything is going to store on him, which is great. Uh, he's awesome. He looks great. A lot of people were complaining about the sleeves, but I have to say, a medic I think is less likely to have forearm sleeves, more likely to have them rolled up to the bicep. And this this makes more that. right. You're <laughs> digging into the entrails and cutting people's hands off, apparently. Christian. Storing, storing them in yeah. your bag. Uh, let's see. Ruckship85, I hope those bands on the stretcher are elastic. Yeah, I was wondering that myself. I Because I can't imagine those bands aren't functional and you just lay your figure on top of them. But they also don't look like they're functional. No. So I don't know. They look like they're just sculpted. Right. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. If if those are not functional, your your figures are just gonna be falling all over the place. It's gonna be like a, a Zucker Brothers movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay, so Doc looks awesome. Next up, Christian, you you had some thoughts. I do. Okay, so the good news is. We are completing the original trio of Dreadnoughts, and they have knocked it out of the park with every uh, single one. I see what you did there. And and knocked it out of the park. <laughs> I had such high hopes for <laughs> for Torch. I'm just not. Um I was let down by this one. Buzzer and Ripper have so much personality in their their. I can't faithful. believe you like this less than Buzzer. <laughs> I don't know. Again, 
this is just the render. Maybe when we actually see him, I just feel like his his face sculpt is severely lacking compared to the other two. I love the like Lemmy. I love the flame accessories. I love that he has. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wotaj says it looks like Lemmy, and if you zoom in on that face, there's even a mole on the left side. Well, it looks like Um, he's got one. Yeah. And I love that he has a backpack. The boots. The Mindbender boots are bad. I, I'm not on board with those at all. And I will actually be looking to see if those can be replaced. I dislike them that much. Yeah. I mean, he is wearing a leather vest, so maybe him and Mindbender share clothes <laughs> at some point. And I'm just going to leave it at that. But yeah, uh, those aren't Dreadnought boots. If you notice, the Knox rule on his backpack is spelled wrong. Well, yeah. But if it's him, you know, it's not like the Dreadnoughts are known for their literacy skills. True. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, the C kind of threw me off. Yeah, I I don't... Well, and the copy in this spelled it correctly, so it was even Mm -hmm. weirder. Uh, I'll probably take those holsters off his thighs. I don't love those. That's the other thing. So, not to get nitpicky... But, well, some sometimes we do need to pick nits around here. <laughs> but, you know, the 25th anniversary version, the original version, he he has one thigh holster and a gun and then a knife. With as much as the classified team loves giving characters knives as accessories. Right. Why did we get another bulky thigh holster and gun so did you notice uh the skull with the flaming eyes on the front of his flamethrower oh is that what that is that little silver piece is like a horned skull the jaw goes around the nozzle and it has flames coming out of the eyes it's crazy I, I love that. That's and cool. The flame effects look fantastic, especially the flame like stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, I love this figure. The things that I don't like are easily or relatively easily fixed. Uh, so I am happy. And I, th- I think the portrait looks great. And Noel, it seems that you might be correct that the sunglasses are not removable. Yeah. Well, and the other renders, didn't they have their sunglasses off to the side or were mm-hmm. they actually on their person? I the, can't, I can't no, remember I now. off to the side. Someone was saying, I think Kevin Riddle was saying earlier, he hopes Doc's glasses are also not, not removable. Yeah. And I also hope the same because yeah, uh, I just, just, just keep them, keep them on the faces for those characters. Well, and that's uh, the super seven doc, all three portraits, the glasses are attached but they're they're translucent. They look fantastic. Mm-hmm. There's there's really no reason for glasses to be removable. Uh, Will R was harsh. Oh no, Will R, what's wrong with you, junkyard skull? Oh, That's terrible. I I'm still traumatized by that issue with the comic where we thought that junkyard was killed off by the dreadnoughts. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Will R, well, I got... appreciate your gallows humor. Didn't didn't buzzer like take a chain take his chainsaw yeah. to him? Yeah, I mean that was excessive. 
Uh, Rexship 85, I really hope the flame effects are sturdy and not limp, soft plastic. I, so far, all the stuff like that we've gotten has been pretty solid. So hopefully these these will follow suit. And if they are, just show them a few Deke episodes and it'll perk right up. That's right. Uh, Rachel Salinas, so many knocks on the horizon, yet where are the motorcycles? I, I'll be honest, I think motorcycles are kind of a tough proposition for Classified because... Well, they've already done several of them. Well, they've... Right. But the problem is the Dreadnought motorcycles, what do they do? Do they do the big trike? Do they do the thing that they did for the 25th? Because it has to be Not something uniquely G.I. Joe. But, what you know, the coil didn't exactly get the most positive reception in the world. Yeah. Well, and they wouldn't ride crotch rockets anyway. They would right. need cruisers. Or... So what do you just make regular motorcycles? I don't... Look, I know the vocal minority that we are says, yes, I would buy 10 of them. But let's also look at all of the G.I. Joe vehicles that have sat on clearance in Target. I don't know how well just a Harley looking motorcycle is going to do. If they could find a way to update the Dreadnought trike, I would be for it. I mean, there's tons. That was a god awful looking. There's tons of great looking 112 scale motorcycles, like both model kits and just toys that are very affordable on Amazon and eBay. But the problem is 112 scale doesn't match up with classified. Eh, It's too small. White, right? Uh, Here you go. This is what I'm talking about. Wotage ATV is like the head on the space station. Like, uh, what was it? Mark II Designs, I think, Mm -hmm. did those that Mm -hmm. we featured a while ago. That would be great. Yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna get ferrets soon, and they could ride yeah, the ferrets as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kevin Riddle, the Punisher figure with the bike is awesome. That's I've got my Zartan on one of the uh, on the Punisher motorcycle, and then I bought the Wolverine, the blue motorcycle, and I've got Zarana on that. All right, moving right along. Noel, you want to take a crack at these wacky things? <laughs> so we get some more Tiger Force in our lives. Yeah. We got our, our tripwire um, and our heavy machine gunner roadblock. And the uh, the height difference is just jarring in this picture. Because, right. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember those figures being that different uh, on my shelf. Um, but I love the fact that they've given uh, uh, the, the, like the Tiger shark face on tripwire's little uh on his little his little drone (laughs) so unnecessary but so awesome yeah but like we're getting we're finally getting roadblocks correct accessories yes the how many how many roadblocks have we gotten is this the sixth one in the line um total because we got a couple different versions of the original um classified figure we got the target uh, cobra island one i guess this is the fifth one yeah, um, this will be fifth. Yeah, but we're finally getting the machine gun with the backpack where he can store it, store the uh and um, the backpack the says chef. Yes. <laughs> and the the machine gun says tiger force. <laughs> I love this. I, and yeah. it's a two pack, which is also bizarre. Yeah, and it's two pack and and I mean it's two pack that includes the accessories that were in 
a deluxe figure before, minus minus the rat. Um, that's oh, where yeah. all the cost was. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a pet figure, so you know that's the pet. Mm -hmm. uh, well, so and he doesn't come it. with all the extra armor pieces either. No, not all of them. No, but he does have a few of the extra. He does have a few. Yeah, this is probably a fifty nine ninety nine set. You think probably with a two? Yeah, that that's that's probably right. Maybe fifty four ninety nine, depending. But we also don't know if it's exclusive or if it's just a two pack. Yeah. Well, the target uh, the target's been where all the Tiger Force has been exclusive to thus far. Right. But we don't know yet. Because what think about uh, the retros were exclusive to Walmart until they weren't. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, but, well, uh, this of course, now that we have this roadblock, this makes me believe that we're probably going to get a retro card carded roadblock with these accessories. Oh yeah, the the sixth or seventh or whatever roadblock uh, will yes. be right around the corner for sure. <laughs> uh, and notice... if we're getting a variant tripwire this soon because that did stick out to me when i saw this uh dave your dream for the fun school tripwire oh man is <laughs> or no the listen and fun listen and fun. Yes. fun tripwire listen and fun tripwire. right around the corner I, I think within a year or sandy avocado exclusive right put there. him on put yep. him on a retro card with a usb drive with the story let's go uh, if you notice, uh, there's camo on Roblox's face. He comes out with, comes with a swappable pistol grip for his machine gun. Uh, I, I'm in. I love this set. I'm, I'm all over it. I love this Tiger Force stuff. Which one of you guys wants to talk about the Night Creeper? Because I have very little experience with these fellows. <laughs> it's one of Noel's favorites, I thought. I mean, I, I, I enjoy it. It's one of my um favorite uh figures from star wars i mean uh <laughs> <laughs> no uh what, what was it obi-wan what, what was the series where they were was it book of boba fett it was book of boba fett yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it all kind of blends together at this point but yes they were they were what were clearly inspired by night Cre night creepers in that show um but yeah the night creepers they're kind of like they were, they were kind of like the the crimson guard and their origins where like they were all like uh they were like like lawyers and accountants who were also ninjas who right. kind of worked in this kind of secret organization so i always kind of like their backstory although this is a little bit after my time um but this is a really good looking update of the uh of the original figure um i do like the the camouflage i'm glad they kept all that kind of intact and they have a, a alternate head which is, of course, reminiscent of the Night Creeper V2, which is a wonderfully hideous 90s figure. Um, but they managed to, to do a pretty good update of that head uh, as a swap ball alternate, which is interesting because it looks like, I guess, that whole cowl and everything is all part of the head sculpt that comes, that pops off. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe the cowl slides off and then, I don't know. But, it, lo it looks like there's a hood over the default head, kind of like how they did with Storm Shadow, and mm -hmm. <clears throat> I think the Red Ninja had something like that. So, uh, speaking of, uh, did sure. you guys read the Hasbro press release for <laughs> for this figure? 
I did, and I cannot remember. It it's something to the effects of the first couple of lines are like, "When Cobra needs extra help, here come the ninjas." <laughs> like in this line, we've already had quite a few ninjas. <laughs> right? Actually, at this point, uh, I would think Cobra ninjas are not effective. You need to be bringing we've had in somebody ninja else. Troop builders already. Yeah, I just love it. They were like. With all the new G.I. Joe recruits, Cobra hires mercenary ninjas. I'm just like, okay. Wotaj's comment, the far right sword is a war crime. Uh, the the characters from Book of Boba Fett had the same sword. <laughs> but that's, I mean, and that's from the original figure. It had that same. Well, uh, not only that, but that's a historic, like, barbed, yeah, yeah. barbed swords were a thing. Like, imagine what that does after it's been shoved into you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 so disturbing, it's almost surprising Hasbro made it. Uh, so it is literally a war crime, although I'm not sure that's that was your intent <laughs> with that <laughs> comment. Uh, yeah, this one looks awesome. I mean, purple camouflage, you know I'm down with that. Next up, yes. for me, this is the star of the show. Yes. That portrait is incredible. Mm-hmm. The blindfold is great. I wish it was in red, though. I don't know why they chose black, because they've all it's always been red throughout all media. Yeah, but I kind of like that it goes along with her other tied things. It looks like her wrist guards and the, like... I, I, I kind of like that it's black. Uh, the masked portrait is great. I like the sleeveless look. Look, we're probably going to get a retro-carded Jinx at some point. That's going to be a little more traditional. I think this one is a great update. I know some people probably don't like the tattoo. I like it. It's awesome. And she's got uh, grips and fist for punching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I like that they gave now, yes, if they had done swappable ends for the staff, because they did directly reference the 1987 G.I. Joe movie with this. But if I had to choose, I would rather have this. I mean, this is the one that came with the original figure. It's wicked. It's another like super evil looking bladed weapon. Uh, This is awesome. The necklace. Look at the necklace. The necklace looks great. Like everything about this figure. This is a striking figure. Like, this she makes me want to get um uh oh gosh i can't think of his name now the gi joe ninja that they had just released that nolan and i skipped nunchuck nunchuck Tom thank McCord. you oh, i i oh skipped God. i skipped nunchuck also oh you did it as well i did like now i want a nunchuck just to get all of those accessories for her and sell the figure off because she is amazing looking. Right, and I, I mean, this is a render. We we know sometimes that they don't always look the same True. in hand. Uh, obviously, CoverGirl was one that uh, there was a bit of a discrepancy. Um, out of but that at least wave, worst case scenario, I'm, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of female characters. <laughs> there, but there are others that were worse. <laughs> they've already sculpted the bag covering her head just in case. <laughs> So we have a way to display her. Oh my gosh, how did I not think of making a little tiny paper bag to put over Falcon's head? 
Oh man! Cut out two holes in a mouth. <laughs> oh, it's the the nameless the, uh, soldier. Or the, no, the uh, unknown, unknown unknown comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although the unknown soldier is another thing entirely. I like this. Rachel Salinas says, "When all your ninjas have become cannon fodder, subcontract more ninjas." Yes. <laughs> uh, Wreckship eighty five. I think they chose black because of the red mask head. That's a good point, actually, because if you put the blindfold over the masked head, then it will contrast. Yeah. Whereas if it was red, it would just blend in. Uh, and that's what Joe Hunter is asking. Will the blindfold be able to go on both heads? I would hope so. We'll find out. Uh, all right. Let's see here. All right, fellas. Nogahide. Nogahide comes with a warthog. The machete does have a wrist attachment, uh, and according to the copy, his constant companions help him decimate the herds of all endangered species and cause general mayhem. Now, looking at this picture, uh, if you look closely, you might see a macaque. Uh, I was very surprised at the inclusion of a macaque, but if you don't know, a macaque can be a whole lot of fun. It's the kind of thing that you just sort of slide in there and you say, oh, look, it's a macaque. I'm so delighted to see that. It did kind of surprise me that they would choose that to come with Nagahide because macaques are actually known to be very friendly yes. and playful. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, if, if you'll notice here, uh, the macaque has, a, has an eye patch on. So he's a one-eyed macaque. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> macaque is one-eyed. Yes, absolutely. All jokes aside, though. What jokes? We're just <laughs> stating facts here. Well, as I'm just when I saw this, I was like, monkey with an eye patch. <laughs> Why couldn't they have given Polly an eye patch instead of a peg? Leg? I know, I know. I Like, I see that. Well, as soon as I saw it, I was like, okay, yep. The the bull ring for the boar makes sense. An eye patch, like we needed more animals with eye patches. Well, and let me say this: as much fun as you can have with a macaque, wouldn't it be funnier if that was a meerkat? <laughs> yes, but you know, it would make sense because they are lookout animals, right? So if that had been a meerkat and a warthog. Uh, they might have gotten sued, but uh, <laughs> that would have been great. So anyway, uh, Nogahide comes with a bunch of reused accessories, which I can't be. The figure, we haven't even talked about the figure. The figure looks incredible. Yeah. He's got the Crocodile Dundee hat, and I know that's not what you actually call that kind of hat, but if you're my age, that's a Crocodile Dundee hat. <laughs> um, He's got a knife. He's got a knife. Although I got to say, those the, neither of those not knives are quite big enough to be a knife. Well, the machete is his well, knife. That's his knife. That's yes. yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I Although love the, the original figure. His the pouch for his small knife is actually on the front of his boot, and it's incredibly inconvenient. But. Um, it, I kind of went, oh, but I now see where Torch's knife ended up as well. 
Uh, Will R, was there a macaque in the Deke cartoon? Grow up, Will R. Uh, Mandalorian, <laughs> Mandalorian Jedi says, this is the best podcast ever. Uh, Wreckship 85, so many Deke jokes tonight. Well, you know. All, uh, all Rachel you Salinas getting us back on deep. topic by saying Nogahide is the bomb. Nogahide is the bomb. So much so that the reused accessories, well, here's the thing with the reused accessories. They make sense for him. Mm-hmm. he's a poacher yeah so the sniper rifle and the compound bow like they make sense but that's all i mean those are updated versions of what he came with he came with a bow and arrows he came with a sniper rifle he came with and i am so glad they included the wrist attachment yes for the machete because that just never made sense to me oh it's nuts but it's it's totally nuts but it's great so here's okay this is something i gotta point out because i'm i was aware of it on him but it jumped out into my face and i'm not talking about a macaque his left knee a lot of these figures have the asymmetrical knee pad thing going on and I don't like that we're ret- okay. I didn't. I said a lot of these figures. Two of these figures and, yeah. have the asymmetrical knee pad thing going on, and I don't like that we're returning to that. Uh, not a fan. Well, I don't mind it with him. It's it looks a little weird on Roadblock, but I don't mind it on Nagahide because you know I kind of feel like he's cobbling together this to whatever helps him poach animals the best way. So uh, two knee pads wouldn't help him with that. Look well, at his maybe it's pouches more on the just, front of his pants. Maybe it's more than just a knee pad. It could be, you know, support. Look, Because I'm you, sure he's been attacked. Do you know how much <laughs> knee pads hurt to wear? So, like, you want to keep as few as possible on. But I'm sure he's kneeling a lot on his left. So, you know, that's where he he wears his one knee pad. Maybe the knee That's pad... the side the macaque hangs out on. Well, yes. That's what I was going to say is maybe the knee pad helps keep a macaque under control. <laughs> Uh, Jeff Butler, how do you feel about Nogahide having Road Pig's tattoo? I think it means Road Pig won't have it and will have something else. Interesting. I didn't even notice mm-hmm. it until you pointed it out, but you're right. Yeah. That red anarchy sign uh, that is traditionally Road Pig's. Maybe they're anarchy brothers. Oh, they could be. Maybe they're related When they now. joined the Dreadnoughts, they were like, let's get a tattoo. Uh, Wotash think- asks, is that a stick of dynamite for the arrows? No, that is a... Somebody told me what that is it's on the shadow tracker figure as well it's a it's not a scope it's like a balancer or something i can't remember what they said mm. um but yeah it's it's an attachment for the bow i i thought i i saw his face and i thought it was a little bit reminiscent of Seamus. um mm-hmm. and now uh will yeah. will are good to have knee pads when dealing with a macaque i will are i'm not going to tell you again to grow up <laughs> And I was going to say, now we could have Road Pig come in as Brock Lesnar, but we can't incorporate Brock Lesnar into anything anymore. No, so. sir. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Actually, that He still be. needs to be Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Even if it's Dolph Lundgren now, like, I'll take oh. older Road Pig. That's fine. Let's go. Oh, we're not talking about that. It's going to, you know, though, Lenny's going to end up making Road Pig look exactly like him we're gonna be like what? <laughs> <laughs> that would i'd be fine with that that would be great but yeah. and, but then he'll get called out uh just like the toy guru toy guru no people like lenny the, the, look 
Let me let me tell everybody right now. Here's a little inside baseball. Don't make Christian mad. He will get you blacklisted from YouTube just like he did Toy Guru. <laughs> oh yeah, I had nothing to do with that. You you have the power, my friend. I know it was you. All right. We got to move on. We're running out of show, so it is now time for sound off this is the portion of the show where the audible army and the folks following us at audible interlude podcast on instagram get to contribute and request what we talk about right here on the show if you're a member of audiblearmy.com we will prioritize your sound offs before we get to everybody else's so if we run out of time uh sorry about your luck but audible inter- audible army members are up first let's see what we've got first from tony hoover uh welcome to the chat pal if you could choose one historical figure that you want to see in a figure i'm glad to have found this podcast we are glad you found us tony hoover uh one historical figure so not like and you know we talk about like characters and celebrities and stuff all the time but actual historical figures so there was a G.I. Joe Teddy Roosevelt. There was. But I would like to see an O-ring Teddy Roosevelt or a classified. I'd take a classified with a horse and like tons of accessories and like rough rider, like just full on do it up like cool figure deluxe set would be awesome to see like it from a modern line well i was watching uh gravity falls as i was falling asleep last night and they have the one episode with the president that everyone forgot so when i saw this question my mind decided uh i want this historical figure to be released in the G.I. Joe Extreme line, and it needs to be attack Abraham Lincoln. Well, <laughs> like his was... top hat has a spring loaded like <laughs> missile that shoots out of it. He's I, here, I, my uh, vote. I was thinking along the lines of Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter uh as as a G.I. Joe. Yeah. Um as, but I was like, that might be a little too on the nose. So uh, I had a, I had my other backup, which is Florence uh, Florence Nightingale, because you know oh. you can have another field medic mm-hmm. out there. Uh, that would be awesome. Did they do in the '60s? They had GI Nurse, and okay, that, I guess that's what I'm thinking of. I guess she they knew her specifically. Super expensive because she doesn't. She tends to fall apart. She's a, a brittle little thing. Oh, okay. Well. All right, next up, Kevin Riddle. What accessory would you like to add to your favorite figure that should have been part of the offering? This could be your own headcanon as well. Who, what, and why? Uh, And since this was on audiblearmy.com, I asked him to specify, is he talking about classified or any Joe line? He said, whatever you want. Uh, So from any Joe line, what accessory should have come with your favorite figure. I, okay. 
I'll throw this one out there and, and look, I'm kind of taking the favorite part out of it because I mean, if, if we're going all time favorite GI Joe, the original firefly probably stands as my favorite figure, but I, there's nothing else that could have come with that one. Unless, unless he came with the, uh, the GI Joe Christmas cart thing. I can't remember what it's called now. <laughs> uh, but I cannot believe we have three classified Zartans and no swamp skier. Yeah, that is mind blowing. Uh, so that's we we need a classified chameleon. And My favorite figure oh, was oh, always Scrap Iron, so I kind of got what that figure always really needed in classified by having that upscaled like tank drone rocket launcher rather than just being a yeah. static thing. So that's what I was thinking. I was like, I I would have I would have loved to have had that back in nineteen eighty four rather than just the one as it is. I, I love yeah. that thing. It's iconic, but I mean, it's so much better now. And I, my answer has not changed from the many times I have critiqued this. I cannot believe that shipwreck did not come with a flight mode poly or open winged mm. poly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. And finally, from AutumnAlarmy.com, Mandalorian Jedi checks in with, We all know that G.I. Joe is the world's most elite fighting team, but sometimes the grass or cash is greener on the other side of the fence. So which Joe do you think might be most susceptible to betraying his fellow Joes in a misguided quest for monetary gain or perhaps worldwide infamy? Hmm... So, I based my decision not off of he wouldn't be doing this for the money, and and this is one that I've thought about quite a bit actually, um, from stuff we've talked about in earlier episodes. But uh, he would betray the Joes for I'm not going to say love, maybe a little lust, uh, but mainframe. Mm. Mm. Okay. Zorana, Zorana, I think eventually would be able to wear him down once he gets some. Dave, you're not going to like my answer, but Christian will. That's okay because uh, Christian's not going to like my answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 that one actually floated my mind. But we all we all know all it took was America going to a war with Iraq for Sergeant Slaughter to switch sides. You're not wrong. That's a very good point. Yeah. I can't even argue that. It happened. It happened in yep. sort of real life. <laughs> uh, Will R says low light. He's got that killer instinct. He could cross over easy. Uh Shane Brayla says, Dusty, that trainer. I know, right? Mm -hmm. We saw that happen. Uh, but his mama was in the hospital. Um, so mine is Shipwreck. Because when we meet Shipwreck, he's some kind of weird desert mercenary guy who basically just starts hanging out with the Joes for no good reason, sticks around for a little while because he likes the ladies. But if Cobra gave Shipwreck the opportunity for a little money, a little power, some babes, I think he'd be gone in a second. Yeah, there's He's no power. Bar. Yeah, there's no power. He doesn't need the power. If Cobra gives him some money 
and some strange. He's coughing up all the secrets. I can see Shipwreck uh, as Tony Montana, basically. <laughs> There's a story for he is, you. He is Latino, so, you know, there you go. That's right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Wreck Ship 85. <laughs> Lieutenant Falcon, you can only be called ugly so many times before you snap. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Batman's rogue gallery would agree with you that's true that's true and dick tracy dick tracy's yeah, yeah. And dick tracy. yeah. right in uh, jeff butler jeff butler <laughs> says grand slam due to lack of use in the comic after the first few years in zero sunbow maybe he wants attention and cobra might give it to him i'll give you a grand slam joe's uh mandalorian jedi i think maybe the whole eco warrior team turns on the joes to destroy the world's economies but they're doing it for our own good i like that uh, if fumbles that bastards, it was always fumbles. <laughs> Just like William Regal left AEW, uh, Sergeant Slaughter joins Cobra to help his son Serpentor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great! Or okay. Storm Shadow, for that matter, since he's also got some in the comics uh, continuity. That's right. This Rachel Salinas, say hello to my little friend. He's talking about Polly. <laughs> you hope he's talking about Polly. That's the he's talking about. He's talking about his. Oh, yeah, move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Vintage scoundrel says, "I'd like to hear your thoughts on collector mentality regarding O-ring. I've noticed that many collectors have zero problem dropping twenty-five dollars for lines like Longbow, Strike Force Alpha, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Super Seven announces Joe O-ring for a projected price of twenty dollars, and I see comments like, "They should be ten dollars." <laughs> I don't get it. Is it just perceived value, wishful thinking, price points? Well, uh, <clears throat> what it is, is blinkered pig ignorance and a complete lack of awareness of how the toy industry works. These people don't understand MOQs. They don't understand cost. They don't understand anything about the production of toys from a small independent business to a large company. So they're just dumb dumbs who don't know what they're talking about. But they don't mind it. One of those independent companies. That is the part I agree with Vintel Scoundrel 100%. That makes no sense. I think it's the nostalgia glasses of them going, well, when ha when I bought these from Hasbro years you know, ago, yeah, they were $5. So it's not even that, that they don't understand, or at least to me. Well, they think Super 7 is a company that can be compared to Hasbro. And they think that mm -hmm. Hasbro should still be making figures that are two ninety nine or whatever GI Joe's cost yeah. in nineteen eighty three. Like no. these people have no concept of reality whatsoever. Yeah, right. Mandalorian Jedi, but I paid three ninety nine when I was a kid. Like that's <laughs> literally an argument. And but comic see, books were sixty cents at the time too. I see it all the time. In two thousand seven, these figures were eight dollars. Do, do you understand how long ago that was? <laughs> And and look, yes, inflation is horrible, and the cost of goods and services has far exceeded what it should have over the last 40 years, but that's a conversation we can't get into here. We're all being manipulated and destroyed, and there's nothing we can do about it except keep buying toys that cost too much. 
Silent Interlude! I got my O-Ring Wolf Trooper, and I think it's the closest third-party release to vintage 2000-era uh, O-Ring Joes that I've seen. I'm really impressed with both the quality and the details. Can't wait to see more from Grindstone Toys and Call Sign Longbow. Uh, still waiting for the tactical shovels to drop. Yeah, these third-party O-Rings are so much fun. They're awesome. They're great. I've still got uh, my Strike Force Alphas on my desk here because they're just fun. I'm sitting here playing with them all the time. Um, they're great. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi. Personally, I blame the eco warriors. <laughs> uh, the tactical shovels, they are going to happen at some point, but my gosh, I cannot find the way to do them. I've got the shovels. I've just got to figure out how to get them printed. It's very difficult. Uh, mountain nut, maybe. Uh, when do we think the SMS set will come out? Um, I figured guessing... we'd get a pre sale on the first, but uh, that didn't happen. I, I mean, I gotta think at this point, it might just be an order on the 29th, which yeah. mm -hmm. I can't remember them surprising us with an in stock order, so I don't know that that's really gonna happen, but we've known about it for so long. And we've seen the in-package mm -hmm. samples, so... We have? I think so. I think we just saw a render. I thought they just, I thought I... I don't think not... we know what the package looks like. Okay. What am I, 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 I could be wrong. It's hard to keep up with everything. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's got to be produced at this point. I don't know. Comic-Con was in July, so yeah. I think at... At the latest, we'll get a pre-order on the 29th. Yeah, RecShip85, we talked about that last time. It's got to be pre-order on the 29th. AliExpress was doing pre-orders. Well, AliExpress has been doing pre-orders for it since December. Um, So I don't know it what's going on. It is just renders. Yeah. Uh, all right. Sergeant Action, quick collection question. Who is your favorite Joe or Cobra, I guess, and how many variations of them do you have? Uh, my favorite Joe figure is the original Firefly, and I did not have an opportunity to count them, but I'll guess I've got a dozen Fireflies, maybe. That's probably right around there. Do you keep them all in a jar with... Air yes, holes. it's got air holes in the top, and I'll go outside in the backyard sometimes and kind of hold it up Aww. and look at them. It's very sweet. <laughs> I mean, my favorite Joe character probably is Beachhead, uh, which is interesting because that's also your uh, your um, avatar there. Um, but I, I mean, I don't have anything but the original Beachhead and the classified Beachhead. So, oh, unless you count the little two inch. Um, combat heroes that i've got right up here oh that counts yeah counts that totally counts yeah well my favorite is shipwreck and i off the top of my head i think i have like maybe five variations on him most of them from the 25th anniversary line and I know you've got a Funko Pop. Oh, yeah. Actually, I have <laughs> two. 
Yorktown Joe, looking forward to my Wolf Trooper Skeletron figures. Did you know the Little Red? Yes, we talked about it. Thanks, Yorktown <laughs> Joe. Every, everybody, including my uh, my Aunt Maud, explained that to me. Uh, but yes, it is. It's awesome. Uh, great stuff. Great job with the head swap and your review on YouTube. I was not expecting to sit th- sit there unscrewing an O-ring figure during my review. I didn't think that's how the head swap would work. So I, I'm glad I happened to have my utensils handy and ready to do it thank you for watching and thank you for commenting bassist carlos what's missing when you look at gi joe what makes you ask yourself why doesn't joe or cobra have a blank for me joe needs a cb or construction battalion member kind of like a navy version of toll booth my dad was a cb so i've always wanted to see one on the joe team for cobra i've always wanted a cobra version of the apc Yes, they have a bat transport that holds around nine figures, but the APC holds 20 plus. I always saw okay. it as a missed opportunity, especially for army builders, to not have a large capacity troop transport. Christian, I believe you have an answer to that. I was going to say, it, it does <laughs> hold more than nine figures. Because uh, I thought, oh, the, the 20 figures that they advertise it being able to hold, they can't do, but... Uh, not so much the inside of the vehicle, but this thing is covered in foot pegs. So you can get like 10 figures just on the outside of that. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy how many that carries. <laughs> um, oh, this is, t- I wish I had had more time. I was super busy today. I did not have as much time to think well, about this as I wish I had. So his question influenced my answer at least for the joes i now i want to see like an underwater welder for the <laughs> okay. i'm not being facetious like no, I, I, like that's a very everything you are highly skilled <laughs> yes. role in right especially the because I was thinking, well, gosh, underwater demolitions, like the Joes are, are you know, you've got torpedo wetsuit, like so many of them are just sort of what I would consider just regular frogman types. So who goes down there to deal with the, you know, depth charges and mines that Cobra would put out there? Deep six because nobody's getting through that giant thing that he. That's wearing. true. Yeah, <laughs> you can blow things up right around him. And he's just like, "I'm fine. Look at me. I have no articulation, but <laughs> I, it balances out because I'm impervious to pain." They just swing him <laughs> into everything explosive because they know it won't hurt. But for I cobras, I I couldn't think of what's what's missing that that wouldn't be me making some kind of comical right comment. that's i i don't look and see any the the closest thing i see and we've talked about it so many times on the show it almost doesn't count uh but as far as toys go that cobra transport copter because all cobra has they've got the fang that's a one-person chopper and the fang too uh and then the mamba which is not a transport of any kind you know the joes had the tomahawk Mm-hmm. but the cobra doesn't 
really have any kind of air transport. Yeah, the Aspid as a vehicle they should have done a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really, really is, and it it's yes, it's in the cartoon and the comics, but in the toy line, I, it really is a ga- big gaping, uh, uh, missing thing. Yeah. Well, and I'm going back with this one, and I'm thinking about like what were the what were the characters that I invented when I was a kid? Because those were a lot of like the roles that mm-hmm. I thought the army needed at the time. Um, but like I had a character that was a secret agent. He was kind of like a James Bond type guy. And then I also had a guy who um, was a mechanic. Just is just he was just the mechanic. Like he was the head yeah. of the motor pool. Um, so you know, guys that were just dedicated to those roles rather than just be a vehicle driver who also happens to be you know a mechanic. And then for Cobra, what was wrong me that was that like I had a big flying fortress that I created for Cobra that uh, was similar to the things that we saw like. You know, like the uh, the the one that did not get made by Super uh, Seven Mothership, yeah. Um, but it was it was along those lines, but it was kind of my own unique design and hastily drawn by an eleven year old, so it probably didn't look great. Yeah, there. I mean, there are a lot of cool things that could be done, but to be honest, both sides had. I mean, Cobra uh, Joe's eventually got a secret agent in Faces. Cobra eventually mm-hmm. got a surgeon in Scalpel. Like they did fill a lot of the roles over time. Yep. And that brings us to the end of Sound Off. Uh, have you guys got a little Joe and Tell? I have. Uh, I can. I can pull something out. I'm sure. This segment is Joe and Tell, where we each share a GI Joe item. It is sponsored by our pal Slickalicious. Check out Shop Slickalicious on instagram and gijive.com uh slickalicious is an excellent partner who i need to get back to to design some more stuff uh he designed several of our t-shirts and is a great creative collaborator check out shop slickalicious on instagram uh all right i'm gonna go first because this is kind of silly uh but but i'm very happy with it because it's something i've been waiting for for a very long time uh so my Joe and Tell, I flagged this item on Mercari or tagged it or whatever you do on Mercari like two years ago. And it was five bucks plus shipping. And I didn't want to pay five bucks plus shipping for it. I was kind of just waiting for it to get down to like $2, but it just sat there for like two years, not budging. Finally, Mercari sent me a coupon that said, get a $5 item for free and pay the shipping. And so now I am at long last the proud owner of a Leatherneck soap dish <laughs> in, in pristine condition. Look at the print on that. Uh, it is for the smallest bar of soap. You've, it still has the Made in China sticker on the back. Hotel soap will fit in there. The I don't hotel soap wouldn't even fit in this. It's so <laughs> tiny. But you know what will fit in it? I can fit the extra parts from my Skeletron Wolf Trooper in there <laughs> and store them safely so no harm comes to them. So that is I I just love weird little licensed stuff like this. It it just brings me joy to find little things like this. And the fact that it's leatherneck of all people. Like, 
What is... when I think of Joe's and soap, Leathernecks, the first <laughs> right? one that comes to mind. They might as well have put Beachhead on it. <laughs> Actually, that would have been funnier. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Nine, Beach, nine... Beachhead branded deodorant. There you yes, go. Yes, yes. <laughs> Irony. Uh, 1986 Hasbro Leatherneck soap <laughs> dish. Who's uh, Who's up next? I'll go, so that way you can cheer everybody back up. Oh, um, gosh. <laughs> well, mine is G.I. Joe adjacent, uh, because we do sometimes on Audible Interlude love to discuss Transformers, uh, and we love to discuss comics. And uh, Jose Delbo, I'm not for sure that's how you correctly pronounce his last name, but uh, he was, he had a very long run on the Marvel uh, Transformers comic in the uh, 80s, early 90s. Anyway, uh, he passed away. So it's kind of sad. But absolutely worth noting in uh, all respect to you know, another creative yeah, individual. Yeah, I, I, I'm not for sure. They didn't have G.I. Joe listed under any of his um, credits, but he, I mean, he was an, he was the artist on Wonder Woman from the, uh, when she got her powers back, the post-Diane Appeal oh, Wonder yeah, Woman yeah. all the way through uh, almost to Crisis when Perez took over. He did Thundercats in the star line. Uh, he did NFL Pro. Oh, well, come on. For the... <laughs> the um joe shooter universe um yeah so he he did a lot of stuff but when i was looking at the transformers i was like oh wow a lot of his covers are the ones that when i was younger i had put in picture frames nice to hang in the walls so yeah not every transformers comic book cover was a keeper no <laughs> issue five was for sure. All right, Noel, you are up. All right. So mine's uh, it's more of a tell than a show, um, but I is a, a channel that is on YouTube, but it's also he's also got his own his website. Um, and I just I'm not realize I just was realizing he's only got 738 subscribers on YouTube, so I just wanted to kind of give him a little bit of a spotlight. Uh, stories from the toy shelf. Um, is the name of the YouTube channel. It's also at storiesfromthetoyshelf.com is the blog where it's basically just him going through his, his YouTube videos and stuff. Um, but he's, uh, I, I believe he lives in the Philippines, um, but he talks a lot about like growing up and his stories of like collecting toys. He also talks a lot about more modern stuff now uh, as well. Um, and a lot of what he's does on his videos, his narration are clearly things that he just, he wrote out many years ago, like as part of a blog or a website. And now he's actually just putting them up on video with some images and stuff, but it's very entertaining. He's got a, I mean, he's, he's, he's got a lot of passion for it and he talks a lot about GI Joe. He loves his original 13s. Um, that's actually the video that first hooked me on him was him talking about how the original 13s were kind of like an upgrade to the green army men that he used to play with as a kid. And, you know, he would get to pick those up when he traveled to the United States as a child. So, um, yeah, stories from the toy shelf.com. If you, uh, get a chance to, uh, to check that out. It's 
fascinating. I've, I've over the years had the opportunity to talk to non-American collectors a few times, and it's always really interesting to hear their experiences with American toys. Uh, it's 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 just different. It's mm-hmm. very very different. There's different sentimentality. There's different uh, e- even the level of pop culture exposure. It's it's just a whole different thing. And that is all the show we've got for tonight. Our music is by Andy Samford of electricminnowmusic.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast, on X at G.I. Joe Audible, and of course, check out audiblearmy.com. There is only one tier, $1.99 a month. Gets you my show notes before each episode is released, early and ad-free access to all audio episodes, exclusive video access to recordings of audio episodes, early access to all G.I. Joe and G.I. Joe adjacent reviews on the Needless Things YouTube channel, the opportunity to vote on content for the show, early access to Audible Interlude merch, and oh, so much more. Christian. Where can we find that toy photography that you do so well? You can find me on Instagram and Flickr.com under Legion Cub. And Noel, why don't you tell us a little bit about The Finest? The Finest is an international G.I. Joe costuming club, and we raise money for a great organization called Canines for Warriors. And if you come to see us at Toylanta here in March, uh, we will have our booth, our uh, Southern Command, our, our local Georgia garrison. We'll be there uh, collecting money, so drop by. And if you ever thought about dressing up like your favorite Joe character, check out thefinestcc.com or the Finest Recruitment Center on Facebook, and we'd be happy to help you out. Everybody here in the chat that was hanging out with us, that's right, Rachel. Go hit that like button. Smash that. Smash smash that like button. Follow, subscribe, do all the stuff, write reviews. Uh, Every little bit helps us. Five star uh, reviews on on iTunes. Yes, that is a huge deal. Apparently, uh, everybody hanging out in the chat tonight. Thank you so much for hanging out. We couldn't do it without you guys. We appreciate your support, whether you're just hanging out or telling people or part of AudibleArmy.com. Noel and Christian talking to you guys is my favorite part of every single week. Until next time, you Joe. Oh. At the black log. <laughs>